Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Welcome to the show today. We take a look at why you should definitely consider in-state schools over out-of-state schools. Let's take a look. Okay, so embarking on the journey to higher education is, of course, a life-changing decision, leading to outcomes that shape both academic and financial landscapes for you in your future. One of the first and biggest challenges a lot of prospective students encounter is whether to pursue a college education in-state or to venture beyond state borders to out-of-state schools. In recent years, the debate surrounding this has gained prominence, echoing the ever-present yet shifting dynamics of cost, value, and individual circumstance. As you know, the average cost of tuition has been on an upward trajectory since sometime around the 80s. College tuition at a public four-year university increased 9.24% between 2010 and 2022, averaging a 12% increase every single year in that period. Ah. So whether you're financially savvy or not, I hope this raises a red flag for you, a big giant red one. Not only does higher tuition mean greater costs for education, but it also means greater likelihood of finding yourself in a position of more debt and financial strain. This is particularly concerning when the average student loan debt average of recent graduates is 33,500 bucks. Mm-mm. Given over 60% of high school graduates venture into post-secondary school, our cultural emphasis on pursuing a college degree is still apparent. But with more than 1,600 public universities and colleges in the U.S. alone, how does one choose where to go? So today, I'll dive into the reasons why opting for an in-state college might prove to be a better long-term decision for you. From location and affordability to in-state benefits and quality of education, I will aim to shed some light on the advantages of keeping your educational investment in-state. First, a very quick overview of pros and cons of staying in-state. Here are the pros. Lower tuition and fees, comparable education, increased opportunities for financial aid, geographical familiarity and comfort, known personal and professional network, keeps travel costs low. And the cons, just a few, Limited diversity or exposure, staying in a familiar environment, you might not like that, limited program specialization, and a lack of personal independence. First things first, though, what should I know? Whether or not you're the first person in your family to pursue a higher education, there are a few things to keep in mind, beginning with common terms used when discussing the overall cost of attending post-secondary school. Tuition. The cost of attending college classes. Some colleges charge one set tuition rate, while others charge per credit hour. Tuition is often different for resident versus non-resident students, as well as for classes taken in person versus online. Fees, let's take a look at that. There are almost always additional charges to cover the cost of your classes, like additional course materials or even a lab fee. These vary by the college the class is housed in. Direct costs. These are costs paid directly to the university, such as tuition and fees, housing, and of course a meal plan. Indirect costs. These are educational costs not paid directly to the university, 
textbooks, transportation, and other personal expenses associated with your education. Cost of attendance. This is the maximum amount of money an academic institution costs to attend for one year before any financial aid is applied. This includes both direct and indirect expenses. Net price. This is the amount you pay to attend an academic institution for one year after any financial aid has been applied. Net price calculators are a useful feature where you can enter information about yourself to find out what similar students paid to attend the same university the previous year after taking grants and scholarships into account. So understanding the full cost of attendance at a university is going to help to bring your financial picture into perspective. So identifying how much financial aid is needed and the extent of any out-of-pocket expenses you might face. Now that we've gotten this, these kind of basic terms out of the way, here's a look at why knowing your costs is so important in the long term. We have awesome charts right inside this article at thecollegeinvestor.com so you can dive in a little bit deeper and understand all of the numbers. And to be clear, median earnings of early career professionals with a bachelor's degree or higher have been growing. However, we're seeing the average cost of tuition increase almost 10 times faster than those average earnings. <laughs> and you don't need a college degree to recognize the gross imbalance that creates either. Rising tuition rates is one of the greatest contributing factors to the high student loan debt experienced in recent decades. So it begs the question, how much debt are you willing to take on for you or for your four-year degree? Let's take a look at those average tuition rates real quick. The cost of education remains a significant financial challenge for most families. And the last thing you want to do is underestimate your dues. One way to fully understand the current weight of tuition is to go ahead and look at the cost of attending the flagship school in your state. The flagship school is the most known university in its state, also typically the first public university ever founded in the state and the one that receives the most government support. I guarantee if you compare in-state and out-of-state tuition at a handful of flagship schools across the country, you'll start to notice a pattern there. So when researching tuition rates, I also noticed that some schools set different rates for lower classmen versus upperclassmen. So make sure to do your own research and ask around to uncover any hidden costs you'll be hit with later. Let's start by comparing average tuition across all four-year public universities in the U.S. with average tuition of only the flagship school in each state. So U.S. overall state average. In-state tuition, just over 11 grand. Average out-of-state tuition, just under 28,000 bucks. Now let's take a look at the US flagship only average. Average in-state tuition for this flagship school, 12,500 bucks. Average out-of-state tuition, $33,700. What does this tell us? Right away, we can see that average out-of-state tuition is a whole lot higher, over double the in-state tuition. Though what's more telling is just how high out-of-state tuition is at a flagship university. Average out-of-state tuition at a flagship is more than $6,000 higher than average out-of-state tuition at a non-flagship. This instantly tells me states are slapping on a premium for attending their flagship university. If you're not convinced just yet, the average annual tuition rates across some of the most popular flagship schools in the U.S., let's go ahead and keep an eye on that premium. 
the out-of-state premium for the University of Alabama, if you were to attend Alabama out-of-state, $20,000 over the in-state tuition. Let's take a look at the University of Florida. This is crazy. Average in-state tuition, $6,300. That's like a community college. (laughs) Out-of-state tuition, if you lived in Minnesota and you went to the University of Florida, the out-of-state premium is $22,280. University of Michigan, $16,740 for in-state tuition. Out-of-state, over $55,000. They're not worth that. For a $38,590 difference. Come on. The out-of-state tuition rate at flagship schools is at least twice the in-state tuition rate, and most of the time even more. Three or four times the in-state tuition rate, like Michigan. (sighs) This premium rate proves that you end up paying thousands upon thousands of dollars extra to attend a flagship university, not to mention the thousands you will already pay as an out-of-state student. To drive this point even further, tuition fit data shows that only in four states is tuition for a flagship less than twice the cost of another in-state public university. Conversely, the tuition at flagship schools in 13 other states is more than 300%, three times the cost of another in-state public, and flagship schools in yet another two states charge over four times more. Stupid. Average out-of-state tuition is already 172% more than in-state tuition among public institutions. So is it worth it? I'll dive into that real quick next. So here's why you should stay in-state. Cost and affordability. Knowing how much higher out-of-state tuition and fees are compared to in-state rates, choosing to attend an out-of-state school instantly increases your financial burden. And you may find fewer opportunities for financial aid, grants, and scholarships. Tuition-fit data from students accepted by out-of-state public institutions shows that out-of-state students get proportionally smaller merit aid awards. Plus, you're going to need to factor in the cost of living in a new state, as well as the cost to travel back and forth to see your family. Now let's dive into the quality of education. Don't quietly rule out in-state schools because of this myth that out-of-state schools offer a better education. In-state schools have comparable quality of education and academic offerings, and many are reputable enough to warrant your interest and research. Location and familiarity. So moving to a new place can be emotionally distressing for a lot of people. Take it from someone who's actually been there. Going out of state means removing yourself from your immediate support network, which can feel isolating at such an important time in your life. So staying in state may make it easier to travel back home or to commute from your current residence. Save a lot of money that way. Networking and opportunities. Attending college in your home state can offer and even provide easy access to networking opportunities, growing existing relationships, and forging some new ones as a result. Having strong connections can make a difference in the types of opportunities you receive, especially when you're ready to start your career. Cultural and social fit. So like being in a new location, adopting to a new culture or climate can be pretty tough. There are many new things to see and do, but exploring a new environment can be pretty scary. Be honest with what you value in your current community 
and whether you'll be able to find those same aspects elsewhere. When an out-of-state school might make sense. All right, so there are times when going out-of-state even makes sense, but it's often for very specific circumstances, and they include these things. Enrolling in a highly specialized academic program, wanting to work with specific professors, research facilities, or other technology, moving closer to some other family members, moving to a location that's just in better alignment with your personal or professional values, or even receiving an attractive financial aid package that makes attending an out-of-school feasible. Scholarships for sports, for instance. And there are also states that offer tuition reciprocity for universities located in neighboring states. Let's take a look at those. Uh, For example, the Western Undergraduate Exchange can be used by students in Alaska, Alaska, Arizona, California, Colorado, Hawaii, Idaho, Montana, Nevada, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oregon, South Dakota, Utah, Washington, and Wyoming. You can check out the regulations in your state. We got a nice little link for you at thecollegeinvestor.com. So here are the reasons to keep student loan debt low. The importance of reasonable and manageable tuition really can't be overstated because it directly influences your present and future well-being. Keeping tuition low not only prevents you from incurring excessive debt now, but it also minimizes your monthly minimum payments later at a time when you'll have other costs to concern yourself with. It'll be, it, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least briefly discuss the impacts of student loan debt right now. While some student loan debt can be, you know, actually maybe a good thing, here are a few points to consider before you sign on that dotted line out of state. Student loan debt can have a long, long lasting impact on your financial well-being and force you to delay other life events like purchasing a home or starting a family. Failing to make loan payments on time or defaulting can negatively affect your credit score for a long time, which further hurts your ability to buy a house or even a car, which I actually wouldn't advise taking out a loan anyway to buy a car, but you get my point. Making loan payments can keep you from building your savings or retirement portfolio, which is what we're all about here at The College Investor. Loan burden graduates may feel the need to pursue higher-paying jobs over career satisfaction just to meet the needs of their monthly payments. And student loan debt creates socioeconomic inequities for many graduates, which may limit your personal and professional growth overall. As you can see, there are ample benefits to keeping your college education in-state. First and foremost, you save thousands of dollars. But you also maintain your geographical comfort, retain your network of support, and receive a quality education just a stone's throw from home. Don't actually throw the stone, though. And while tuition at in-state school is much lower than what you'd owe at an out-of-state school, pursuing a four-year degree at any university is a costly endeavor in general. So my advice to you is just to know before you go. It's simple and only involves three steps. One, research the schools near you to know what they offer and how well they match your interests. Two, know your financial, geographical, emotional limits and talk to your parents or a school advisor about the financial aid available to you. And three, be realistic with your ROI so you can confidently make the best decision for yourself. And that is our show for today. A little bit longer than usual, but I hope it was helpful. 
And if you did find it helpful, you can follow us all over social media, ask us questions, and just find out more about us. We'd love to get to know you too and help you along in your journey in applying for the best school for you and your future. Just find us, search for The College Investor. Also, stop by thecollegeinvestor.com for a tons and tons more information about investing, all things student loan debt, how to start a new side hustle, which can make you thousands of dollars and save you thousands of dollars too. All of it, thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks so much for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.